0: We bring you Mothman's Red Eye Blend. Yes, delicious Panama beans. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com to order yours today.
1: (laughs) Uh,
2: I'm a zombie. Are you scared? Uh, I always feel like somebody's watching me. I wish everyone could have seen the look on Holden and MJ's face of what I just did. They said, "I just said I'm gonna sing. I'm just I feel like somebody's watching me." And then what do I do? Uh, uh. Jackie's
3: a zombie, zombie. That should be on the Halloween playlist. That should
2: be on the Halloween playlist. It's got to be on some of them. Welcome to H7, everybody. We were talking about spooky, scary songs, and um, I love singing Werewolf Bar Mitzvah, but I think that this year it is a little bit shrouded in a different kind of upset. And yes, (laughs) we're going to be talking about Alec Baldwin. And yes, I feel like we've only been talking about Alec Baldwin, but that's because off of this Holden and I stream on Twitch, (laughs) and we have been yelling about Alec Baldwin and what's going on, and the thing is, the key for everyone, is to remember that there's going to be a lot of lawsuits and that's why not all of the information is coming out about it, as it should
0: But the information that has come out is baffling. It that is The horrifying. AD who yelled, cold gun, even though it had fucking live rounds in it, before handing it to Alec Baldwin, was fired in 2019 because guns were going off on this <laughs> that's movie set. That's bad. There were like so many red flags you know the the people walking off of the film set. Yes. Was it earlier that day or the day before because yes. of bad regulation? Because of unsafe conditions. Yeah. yeah, and specifically centered around a couple of misfires of the gun. The fact that there were even um, the the cinematographer and the director were even standing in front of Alec Baldwin when he was rehearsing, even though no rehearsal was called. Uh, I mean, it's just so mind numbing how how um, how much shit went fuck all for this to go wrong it's so wild i that's why i keep talking about it. i think as i find out a new thing and i'm just like guys seriously could there have been any more fucking things pointing you in the direction of like something something's wrong wrong here like um unbelievable and it's been this
3: amazing journey from like for me of like oh my god like I'll shit on Alec Baldwin all day for a lot of things, but I felt such like, yeah. empathy for, yes, especially Hilaria, but like, <laughs> I felt such empathy for, uh, you know, I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy, like what an awful tragedy, and now we have like leapfrogged several steps from that to be like, oh, it's not actor Alec Baldwin. You can feel empathy for him. It is producer, perhaps, producer Alec Baldwin. Oh, yeah. Perhaps, and his role in overseeing the bad working conditions, unsafe working conditions on this very production. The 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 you know the budget issues that perhaps led to the staffing issues and labor issues that led to this unsafe thing. So it might actually still come back to Alec Baldwin. It's like such a no. yes.
0: tragic, sad oh, he's going to be you know, and yeah, and he's cozying up apparently to the uh, deceased uh, person's husband, who is apparently a super lawyer, big so, time yes, lawyer. there is no wonder he's going to be yeah. many lawsuits coming around the bend. Uh, how you say, uh, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, it is. So. It's very, it's very upsetting.
2: And like the worst part of all of this is that it isn't even just like oh the gun went off or and that it hurt someone. It's the fact that it took a life as well. Yeah, and that these it's are unbelievable. The, like, I'm hoping that with everything that's going on with the union already, right. and the fact that the union crew that had left right. this, so they hired non union people to yes. come in, or at least that's what it is seeming uh, uh, from uh, as right now. It's being reported, yeah, by the L A
3: Times too. So that if
2: like they, they were union workers that were saying that there were unsafe conditions, that this really... IATSE needs to be paying attention, and this needs to be a part of the conversation of, like, yes, they didn't didn't do the full walkout protest, but maybe they fucking should have. Because things need to change. People, like, need to be watching these. And honestly, even as someone that has worked, I did Top Elf, as you guys know, big hit. It got canceled this year. No. And um, I did Top Elf last year, and even using like the like saws all like the saws that you have to like go through that we as elves had to use we had safety meetings and protocols every day at the top of every single day to the point that we're like yes we know how to use it yes we have to have the goggles on and it was annoying to us but also i appreciated it because not only are we using it that are not people that are like we had to be trained to use all of these things but also there's children around and also there's people around and everyone should be especially with something like this where of course it brings up the conversation about Brandon Lee and the crow and even his family has now spoken out of like having all of this stuff brought back up again and it the error it is multiple errors on multiple accounts and the fact that they didn't even say you have you were supposed to announce like all of this should have been on lock and key
3: yes and It's yes. crazy, to me. and it's as you said, Jackie. It is a hundred percent a labor issue. Like, and and it, it at first it was kind of maybe like, oh, is this just like a tragic fluke? And then it became so immediately clear, like this was a labor issue. This was about the union crew, uh, like saying like these are unsafe working conditions, right? And like not being listened to. So, yeah, man, it's like, and I actually remembered after the fact that on our uh, high maintenance episode there was a gun and um it was like a huge thing they stopped the oh, whole yeah. set to be like this is a yes. prop
0: we're opening everybody. it we're showing yeah. it
3: to you it's like very very regulated I had
2: yeah. totally forgotten that but dude I also like, oh, remember, remember on the high maintenance episode that we were on there was the snake yeah and the same thing of like everyone was made to know like are you comfortable around snakes like we are going to have a, a live snake on set there is going to be in the scene yeah. like, and everyone got to meet yeah. the snake we got to talk about the do's and the don'ts <laughs> I with love the snake it
3: was very such an though it was very, I, it was yeah. very I felt safe. so cared for and same with the gun, because I am not like I didn't grow up
0: around guns. But then they gave the snake the gun. And that was the part where I was like, "This." And is And honestly,
2: right Anacondita does what Anacondita will.
0: Like you can't, you can't stop it. There's like now we're going to hand the snake the gun to show you that the snake also knows how to use a gun. You're like I don't need the snake to show me to use the gun. I, because I was there. I was also I was Oh, one were you of the guys also in the, in the High back. Maintenance episode? A, I was in the back.
3: Non-union snake, so the snake didn't have yes. enough
0: training. You know? <laughs> I'll tell you <laughs> what. I want you know rigmarole. what? And I want Gideon on this one. We're putting <laughs> yes. Gideon on this one. All right? Representative. Whatever he's doing. I'm sure whatever he's doing is not very important right now. <laughs> Put him on this. Gun safety situation going on out here in Hollywood. Gideon
3: would definitely represent snakes. I think that's something he would. He, he would probably happily represent all of the like prop snakes of of Hollywood. Are we allowed to talk about the trial that Gideon is currently working on, or nay? Uh, I think I can mention that you know I I uh, have been promoting it on my uh, Instagram. If people want to find the link to watch the uh, the the live stream of this trial that's going on, there's a inquiry. Um, into the NYPD killing of Eric Garner happening uh, all this week and most of next week. You can go to my Twitter or my Instagram to find out like the schedule of when it's happening and the link to watch. Um, but yeah, Gideon was one of the lawyers on the team representing um Gwen Carr, who's Eric Garner's mother. Um, so yeah, that's where my brain has been at all day. I've been watching that.
2: (laughs) He's doing such an amazing job. It's just so I don't know. So send out your positive energy towards Gideon, towards the yes. legal team. Just, just we're 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 fighting, and he's
0: fighting. Well, and I would. It's and I great. also just want to say, what I do is pretty important too. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I we people, have to talk about I bring these things. light to the world with <laughs> laughter. Okay, what's more important than that? It
2: right? is for also people. important, just in a
0: very different way.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's, it has been for the last two weeks. We've been. You know, trying our damnedest to avoid some of the less pleasant things happening in pop culture, and then this week it's like, oh, we'll just make everything much, much worse. And on top of that, my brain is totally on this like extremely serious and devastating, uh, you know, it, judicial inquiry going on. And so I was like walking into a, to record today, and I was just like, all right, it's game time. It's, I'm, I'm to a smile. smile. <laughs> Put a smile on your face.
0: I mean, personally, I blame Jackie. Jackie was like, I want not enough spooky stuff happened mm-hmm. this last week for Halloween. I'm a little bummed out about it. I hope next week a lot more spooky shit happens. I did this. And then literally <laughs> later that day or whatever it was, like the next day. I'm too powerful. All this spooky shit started fucking happening. Ooh. Now we got lives lost, you witch woman. I'm too powerful. And I guess <laughs> you know who also is too powerful this
2: week? Kijepa. Oh, oh, my shit. God. And, and I need to say thank you guys. We've got KG Ipa and his milk pumping white. <laughs> and I am, I know that in this world that we like to make our japes about how like someone out there is listening. It's just like, thing then things like this happen. Of what a colliding of the worlds. Yes. Of breast milk and Riverdale yes. in <laughs> one article um, of KG, and if you guys have not seen it. I highly recommend you seek out, or maybe not if you're not into it, um, KJ Appa on TikTok drinking his wife's breast milk. No, definitely watch it.
0: Normalize grown men drinking breast milk. I think it's completely (laughs) fine. And I'm willing to take this to, I don't know why I would have to do this, but take it to the Supreme Court. (laughs) I am happy to do that. Get, it in. Is Get Gideon absurd. on the horn. G- Tell Gideon him to I stop at the pesky
2: too. trial he's working on right now because
0: we've got things <laughs> to say. We've got some things to say to some judges right now, MJ. And I need Gideon to represent me <laughs> while I say those things. A motion to fucking drink this fucking mommy milk, baby. It is so good. And I'm so glad he's into it too. I haven't had it in coffee. I had it in a white Russian, though. Absolutely delicious. And I've had it just pure as gold itself. Silky, delicious, uh, breast milk from my wife just directly out of the cup uh, and I <laughs> drink in front of hundreds of I'm people. I'm going to stop
3: you for a second and I'm just going to get back up and give just <laughs> a, a slight bit of context here in addition to, I, I assume every listener knows that Holden likes to drink his wife's breast milk. Sure. Been well established, I think every week now going on between one and two months. Uh, <laughs> it, however old your baby is, I think we've been talking
2: about it Since for that you long. you got back from your paternity <laughs> break,
0: yes, I think that we've only been talking about breast I've milk. Got, look, I've gotten, many people have been hitting me up saying thank you for finally speaking for my people. <laughs> oh, people I'm so happy for you. The the angry songs of angry men who want to say, hey, we're men and we like that milk. And you know what I mean? Talk about normalizing something. I mean, this, yeah. is, this is
3: the breast milk of the people that people will not, not be pumped again. Again. <laughs> pumped again. But, and also probably most <laughs> listeners know that we, that Jackie and I love Riverdale. And KJ Apa is Archie in Riverdale. He is... Like he's like a real go back and forth between. I find myself either repulsed by him or deeply attracted to him. He's, he's a, uh, a kiwi, I believe he's from New Zealand. Yes, and um, but
2: check out his TikTok. If you are on the fence, I will say he's, he's very weird. Yeah, and he I is think weird. I love how weird he is.
3: Yeah, I know. I I also am disturbed. I, I I really oscillate wildly on his TikTok. Sometimes I'm like, I don't want you to be anybody other than Archie on Riverdale, and then sometimes like I'm like, oh, you cheeky kiwi! Yeah. <laughs> and I really he's like so him. Cheeky. He is very cheeky. But but. So imagine our our mentions and our surprise when KJ Apa from Riverdale puts breast milk in his coffee on wow. a TikTok because everybody, I think everybody, like if I didn't know what our metrics were, I would know by the amount of people who tagged us or sent this to us and in every single one, it made me smile. I love I it when something it. like this happens and all three of us. Get the first one, and then yeah. they just keep coming in and just coming in, and I'm coming. like, "Keep it coming!" I want—I don't want to be able it. to look at my phone without seeing KJ Appa drinking breast milk.
2: Well, especially because this TikTok came out the day of the Alec Baldwin shooting. So was uh, like I did like there's sometimes in this life <laughs> that I need something dumb so badly to take me out of a bad brain space of thinking about this young woman's life that was lost. And I was like, you know what? Well, look at how silly KJ Apa is. And yes. it. And thank you guys very much for sending it to us, because I just I he, I guess he listens. He has to listen. He
3: has to. He has to. He must. We have a whole he podcast. For There's him. no way. I hope yeah. he doesn't listen, though, because on our other middle round, all we did was talk about how much we hate <laughs> him. We hated. Shit on him all the time. <laughs> We're just like, this fucking idiot, he's the worst <laughs> character on the show. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Screaming absolutely.
2: about KJ Apple all the time. So I hope that he doesn't. But Holden, do you feel now Seen? that a um, young, hot, star is doing it do you feel like you're being um like your life spirit is being kidnapped
0: well first of all yeah at first i was like you're stealing my brand they all steal my brand you know what i mean but maybe that's just maybe that's just paranoia on my part right i don't want to like hate i want to spread awareness that grown men should be allowed to drink their wife's breast milk or whoever's as long as it's consensual Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. I will say that, but the way that you said young and beautiful sort of... (laughs) Sort celebrity, of, yeah, no. It, it's it, kind of like you very saying I'm not those things. No, you are. I just feel like slightly, intensely insulted. No, 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 no. Slightly, no. but very intensely in that slight way. No, 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 no. You are more experienced.
2: Insulted. Like, think about your life experience. Do you
3: wanna be Do you want to be a young celebrity? No. <laughs> but how old is, KJ Eppa can't be more than a decade younger than Holden. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> I have no idea. Especially All when right, it comes God, he's River younger now. and
0: he's more attracted to me. It's great that he's doing it. And it's so funny to me. It the, the best thing about breast milk is it makes people so Ooh. like icked out, and it's actually just delicious. So I don't, uh, you know what I mean. This it's is gonna perfect. make
3: you sad, Holden. I have the year he was born. Okay, what is it? 1997.
0: Wow, wow. that's a great year for video games. We, I think that's Ocarina wow. of Time <laughs> we're, we're and Final Fantasy.
3: Rewind on 1997 <laughs> to find out how much older we all are than KJ. <laughs> <Eppa>. KJ is <laughs> a great year for pop culture, which we all remember because we were all at least tweens. So old. yeah, not F-
0: Oh, I was Final Fantasy. 7, Tomb Raider 2, Goldeneye on N64, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. This is one of the best years of video games. The beginning ever. of and the that original
2: was... Benefer. Yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> yeah. lots of things that we remember from back
0: yeah. then. And I think that, but I
2: now think that you should reach out to KJ Appa Holden and this yeah, more is like our KJ
0: Crappa. Have already wow. done that.
2: Wow. Well, now he's never
3: going to talk to us. <laughs> yeah. If he if he we, he was still with us after all the shit we've talked him, about, but now it's KJ Crappa that's going to really turn him <laughs> off. We need him <laughs> in our corner, <laughs> you know, especially uh. because I don't think any of the other Riverdale stars are going to be in our corner. Although I hope Lily Reinhardt is in our corner. Yeah, right. and Cheryl, but and Cheryl. we can only hope.
2: We can definitely only hope. I thought about going as Cheryl for Halloween this year, and then I was scared of people being like. Yeah, what are you fat Cheryl? Like oh
3: Next time yeah. that we're in person we can do <laughs> Yeah I am- I am. Next time we're in person and we can do Halloween together, maybe even if the Halloween, uh, you know, the Heidi Klum Halloween party ever returns to be a fixture in our life again, Uh. we should all be a Riverdale ensemble costume. Wouldn't that be so fun? Yes, I would love it. I would absolutely love it. Oh my God, Holden, you can go with Skeet Ulrich.
0: That'd be great. But yes, also this year, I am just going as a big, fat, stupid idiot. (laughs) No. Yeah. You (laughs) can't.
2: No, but you're a daddy. We got a That's new your costume.
0: costume for Winnie and I and Lexi and I are just looking at each other like I don't fucking know, man. Let's just wear a sheet, yeah, and be a blanket, yeah. I don't know what's going on.
2: <laughs> I love you, Holden, but you know everyone wants to see the baby in a costume. That's what we're exactly. here I'm for. I'm just gonna
0: like throw her into the room and run away as if like you know what I mean. Oh no, <laughs> yeah, like, like in mother smokescreen. I won't say like in mother. Oh, how dare you bring up mother right now? <laughs> Good talk about uh, man, a snake getting a gun. That movie, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the snake got the gun, in that fucking two hour long
2: (laughs) oh god so upsetting it's one of those so that's just one of those movies i think about it too often i I love i actually
0: really enjoyed my i I love the odd pacing of it but that's why we're going to talk about it for the next 20 minutes because this is now a movie review podcast episodes on mother the (laughs) random selection of mother
2: everyone would be so mad every anytime i've watched mother with other people they're like why would you make me watch this movie i'm like i
0: just I it's really
3: intense, and I, um, I don't think that you would like Mother. I know when when Mother came out, everyone was like, "Don't watch it if you have a kid." And so, yeah, I if you have like,
0: especially if you have a baby, yeah. yeah, it's anxiety producing like a motherfucker. So
3: I have not. It's it's. There's a long list of things I think that like like the show Broadchurch. I'm glad I watched before having a kid. I will not watch it again. And I think unfortunately, Mother is. Just, I'm going to have to wait till my kids go to college or something.
2: That's Mother, fine.
0: Train Spotting, you know <laughs> anything that just has like an upsetting baby in it, yeah. Yes,
2: but I think that you definitely can be watching Hottie Ween. I can't stop looking at the picture of Megan The Stallion in the Hellraiser costume. Mm-hmm. I am obsessed with it. I'm upset because I want to be her and I want to be with her. And I'd like to uh, figure out a way to ever possibly feel the way that she might feel because her pinhead costume is... I think one of the
0: sexiest things I've ever seen. It's awesome. It, it's, it's, yeah. They She figured out how to make it sexy. It's cool because the pins aren't coming out of like the front of her face. Maybe that's kind of why she has really strong, almost like drag like face makeup. You know what I mean? It's very extreme yeah. and, 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 uh, pops really hard. Um, and man, she's got a, Big ass.
2: (laughs) God, she looks so good. And she just has the my
0: I just it was for a
2: while that you know when you just look at a picture and just like, (coughs) usually I I like me, but then you look at a picture like that and just like I could never Can you imagine me trying to wear pleather straps like this? I'd be like, Uh, I need candy. And that's what would happen.
0: Dude, also, I hadn't really scoped on this hottie ween party, by the way. Uh, uh, yeah. It happens in Atlanta. How do we get in on this? I, I mean, we've hey, we could be like, hey, we've been to... Heidi Klum's. Yeah, so we're, we're VIPs. We,
3: we were VIPs. You know I mean? we, we know how to stand around yeah. and pass around a bottle of vodka like we're yeah. a bunch of 12-year-olds in a shed. We, we
0: we were cool enough for that. Can we be cool? You know what I mean? Can we be cool enough for you guys? Yeah, this looks fun as hell. Good. Yeah, having a yeah. great time. This is
3: the thing about Halloween costumes is that it's hard to go all out as an adult with a Halloween costume when you don't, especially in a pandemic, when you're like, I don't even know if I'm going to be at a party. And if I am going to be at a party, it's probably going to be with the same eight people I see all the time. So, like, do I really want to dress like Megan the Stallion? You know, I feel like to go to do that that much, you got to be like, you got to know that you're going to the Heidi Klum Halloween party. And, right. And, you know, because otherwise... You're just sitting in your apartment like a weirdo watching trios of horror, all decked out. Although there's nothing wrong with that either. I'm very into that. I'm very,
2: very into that. In fact, um, I mean, a friend of mine. I was so excited because. Jeff and I are going as Kurtz Russell, and I'm going to be Squirt Russell, and I'm going to be Snake Plissken. And a buddy of mine was like, oh, have you been, like, working out? I wanted to be Snake Plissken one year, but, like, I don't have the guns
3: for it. And I was just like, (laughs)
2: man, I don't either. (laughs) No, no.
3: bodies. Shapes of bodies should not have anything to do with what costume you can be. Sexiness is for all. Yes. Guns are for all the muscles, not muscles. The actual guns. Guns, Alec guns for
0: none. Guns for all, guns for none. That's my presidential campaign. That is why this year I've revised what I'm going as. I'm going as a sexy, big, fat, stupid idiot. And <laughs> well, so no. It would be wonderful to see me that way. Holden, and I, I should like, just
2: give you my serpent's jacket and you could be go with Skeet Ulrich for Halloween. I really
3: think we we could even do a, a distance virtual. Oh no, you can't. Riverdale.
2: I'm sorry. I just realized you can't because it's there's snakes on the jacket and Lex uh, doesn't like snakes. Yeah. She oh. hates
0: snakes. Terrified of even the fakest of snakes. That's why she would have hated to be on that movie uh, shoot with you guys for high maintenance. Oh my god! No, holy lord! Yeah, that would have been a whole issue. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, so, Meanwhile, no.
3: I my husband's obsessed with snakes, and so I had to like I didn't even want to tell him because I couldn't remember if I'd, it was a secret. So I didn't even tell him until the episode came out. But I was like, "You're gonna really like this episode. You're gonna really like it. Not just because I'm in it, but there's something else you'll really like." And he was <laughs> so excited that there was a why? Why does
0: he love? So he loves snakes like uh, Lexi hates them. What does he love so much? Is it a, as irrational as Lexi's fear of them? He's
3: a snake boy, you know, like <laughs> yeah. just a classic,
0: classic, classic, snake, classic snake boy. Yeah, yeah. Just
3: like uh, went to a camp when he was a kid called uh, Animals Nobody Loves. You know, that <laughs> was like. All- did, of
0: course he did. <laughs> That's a That's absurd. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Lots of pictures of him as like a skinny 13 year old just holding many snakes in his hands. Oh, uh, his
0: animals nobody loves. Yeah. Damn. And- I was the actually I was one of the animals. <laughs> no, you
1: yeah, were. That's right. That's
0: your only I was the big fat stupid idiot at <laughs> the uh, oh. cage at the end, and uh, yeah, a couple of people hugged me, which was nice. That That's but to be nice. fair to Lexi,
3: I think it's pretty <laughs> normal to not like snakes. Maybe her yeah goes beyond the normal.
0: It's just that yeah, it's just that like seeing even the sight of one on television or a just completely fake rubber one sends her into like an, an, a, a, an intense panic. Is, Did she grow up? I, my,
3: my, I have somebody in my family who grew uh, up in like...
0: Florida. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Florida <laughs> upbringing. I, I don't begrudge her this. Yeah. Other no. than I just, I like snakes. Because um, I think
3: it, that it's it a childhood... A phobia. If you're like, I, somebody in my family grew up in Oklahoma and would like walk out of, onto their like ranch and see snakes and they don't even, we're not even allowed to say the word snake in front of her. We have to call them S's. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well that, she's a, a adult 3 Old. But, uh, <laughs> well, I'm glad
2: though, because I was gonna put a bunch of S's in my pants um, for Halloween, but I thought about I thought about Lex. Was like, I could put S's in my pants yeah, if Lex, Lex is S's there. Your pants, S's yeah, out <laughs> I'm just gonna take the S's and throw them out and be like, that's
0: ah, me. <laughs> Um, but I was leave gonna put S's in my pants but when I say S's I mean little shit <laughs> <laughs> I gonna put a bunch of little turds in my pants and ruin the party for all to behold that's right the big fat stupid idiot strikes again no! he was here to
2: ruin your party all along no I don't like that name you should be the party pooper uh,
0: yes, but then you have to shit the on the floor I'll go as the party pooper I'll cover myself with my own feces Yes, and some of Winnie's and you know maybe Lexi will lend me some of hers make it a family affair I'll show up I'll be so stinky and I'll be like I'm the party pooper, and I'll just run around and ruin the party. But then- <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually kind of very into this. I kind of love that. That's so funny. That's
2: so <laughs> <hilarious>. <laughs> well, I would love it if you took your party pooper outfit to Meadow Walker's <laughs> wedding. Yeah, what? it's family. It's a family Vin Diesel walked... Paul Walker's Daughter Down the Aisle. This is another one that I got tagged in a lot. Now, you know what? I thank you guys enough because you know how I feel about family. And (laughs) that is I Like It. (laughs) You're pro. Yes. Yeah, I'm pro family. I'm into it. But
3: not in like a pro-life, pro-family way.
2: No. Yeah. (laughs) I'm pro you having a family and keeping it. Over there. I'm very <laughs> pro it, and I think it's awesome, and I love it. But I also don't know if I love uh, anything more than Vin Diesel's powder blue suit yeah. that he wore with the just unbuttoned white shirt underneath it. it I've is got just...
0: the fresh white shirt. He, he... Bright brings it straight from the set, straight onto the just... onto the wedding Uh
2: I love him so much. I love him so
0: much. I hate how much I love Vin Diesel. He's such a weird human being. Hey, Mom. First things first. Thank you. It's my one-year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell.
1: Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit CARON.org slash lost. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's.
2: Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other
1: offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
3: I went on a very weird journey in my mind when I was At first, like scrolling quickly through your email because I, the word meadow, of course, made me think of meadow soprano. Of course. And so then, of course, I thought of like James Gandolfini Uh. and I was like, did James Gandolfini have a daughter that Vin Diesel is walking down the aisle? And obviously, none of that makes any sense. But I was like, why would Vin Diesel, was Vin Diesel close with James Gandolfini? And this was like the. I was, like, so close that he would watch
0: James a <laughs> daughter, don't I? Yeah, I agree. I thought it was also going to be, yeah, I thought it was also going to be, yeah, so weird. Right, agreed. There was just this bizarre Sopranos. <gasps> what if they did that, though? Sopranos versus Fast and the <laughs> Furious. <Ooh. laughs> and they pitted the two families against each other, and that's the ultimate family fucking badge.
2: Who would win, though? Because the thing is, you got to think about it. I feel like... I think the Fast and the Furious would win, and that's saying something for me. That's difficult for me to say.
3: It, it, it win in what sense? What is well, they've, the, got, you know, <laughs> they've
0: got a great battle for their the, lives? They've got more. Technically, I think they have more money somehow. They're uh, international. They have super all these like spies, crazy yeah. cars and stuff. They're international super spies. You know, I think they've got better like tactical traits. But Sopranos. They're down and dirty. They're streetwise in a way that Fast and Furious boys will never understand. You know what I mean? And they'll fuck over a family. And sometimes being able to fuck over your own family just as good as sticking with them. I say. I mean, the, Damn, so there's great. nobody
3: who's ever been able to get away with. <laughs> there's nobody who's ever been able to get away with anything in the Sopranos. They'll, you will always get killed in the yes. Sopranos universe if you hurt someone. So I don't understand how the Fast and Furious people could even compete against that.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. It
2: they're is fucked. a weird. It's, it's just a weird
0: a, a buddy of ah, you ours. Say you're fucked. I don't even know. And if you know what? I'd have to somehow find a joke out of it. And that's the one I chose. Do not get upset with me. I'm just literally trying to give my gift to the world, which you i give your gift before, which makes me as valuable, or even maybe more valuable, as Gideon. Uh, you know, so mm-hmm. it is what it is. Always right?
2: compare yourself to Gideon and so what he is giving
0: back to the world. snake boy.
2: <laughs> snake boy, oh, he's so
0: adorable. I'm coming Animal for your your snake boy, Jake A line has been drawn in the sand, and it's a little squiggly line in the shape of a snake, <laughs> and I'm coming for him. Don't tell
2: that to Lex,
0: though. This is all, I feel like it's all intertwined now. I'm scared of this all of This goes deep. This goes really deep, yes. Yeah, that would well, be especially
3: tragic when you come from because you and he have almost the exact same set of interests. <laughs> <laughs> so when you with you guys, it's going to be like a bat. It's going to be like a nerd battle to the death. That's You'll it, be like citing different trivia about Star Wars to each
0: other. But don't worry, MJ. I will also when I after I kill him, I will replace him. Oh, <laughs> well, are you going to absorb? I will him be into the Vin Diesel. System? I will escort your children down
3: the aisle. <laughs>
2: wow.
0: After i murder your husband. That is it the is. only way in which you'll replace him. Not like the daily work, but just, just no, the walking no. down the aisle. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just walk one of your kids down the aisle. Once. Once, not the other one, though. Not no. the other <laughs> You can choose which one, but I will forcefully walk them down the aisle, even if whether I'm invited or not. And all the whole time, they're just like, I don't want to fucking walk you down the aisle. You stabbed my dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't kill Gideon. I do wonder though, <laughs> is that
2: was it Meadow Walker's choice for Vin Diesel to walk her down the aisle, or did Vin Diesel decide? Yeah, and I don't know. I, I of course, I'm completely reading into that, but I could just imagine you like, no, I'll do it. No, I walk. <laughs> and, in. She's and she's like, like, well, no, no, oh, it's okay, okay, Uncle Wait, Vin's fine. I no, hate to be a it.
0: serious Susan right now, but I would say the detail in there that he is in fact the Godfather. He's the Godfather two. Uh, Paul Walker's daughter would point to the fact that he did not force his way into the wedding ceremony, Jackie. <laughs> That's insane. I don't talk to my fucking godparents. <laughs> I, no, I haven't <laughs> seen them in 20 alive. years. I don't know You're them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if they just showed up and like, now I walk you down the aisle, like whoa, whoa, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, Get out of
0: here. <laughs> I've already hired this talking dog to do it.
2: <laughs> hey, how's whoa, it whoa, It's me, whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: would that be? Oh. <laughs>
2: Holden, am I going to be the godmother of your child?
0: No. Okay. Maybe. Do you want to be? <laughs> yes, I want to be. I'll be so good at it. Can you imagine? We, we, we That's right. We haven't completely decided. There's been a bit of a debate, and I will say this is a testament to Ed. We were maybe going to ask him, but he's already the godfather to like 10 kids. I think 12 <laughs> children He's the godfather it? of. That yes. is how beloved. Could you imagine being that loved in your life? that that many people want you to be the godfather of their child. He is that but guy.
3: Can we make the absolutely tragic a fictional enacting of yeah. the tragic They're yet old hilarious olders scenario olders where get on a
0: flight <laughs> to go to Ed's
3: birthday
2: Yeah, yeah. Cheaper by the dozen. I think it would be great and Then we'll, but then we see that's how we do it. We sell the reality show and then yes. we we'll make money off of it so don't worry guys. We turn everything into money at some point so we'll, uh, it'll be perfect.
0: Yeah, big dumb ads, bunch of fucking kids or whatever. I don't know. You name it. I That was a bad title but like <laughs> cheaper by
2: the dungeon we're, bunch still, of we're taking it <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my goodness um
2: i'm ready i do remember uh henry is the godfather of our um our nibbling and i him being asked to was the kind of thing oh he's like you want <laughs> me to do it Uh, all right. I just remember him holding her in like, he'd never held a baby before. Just (laughs) like, and like, he was doing a good job of it, but she didn't like men with beards. So she screamed, like screaming the entire fucking time. And, um, it was, uh, very funny, but all right, (laughs) I'll do it. Thank you, Holden, for asking, and I am You're ready welcome.
0: to take care of your child. You are welcome. Also a reality show in the making. Uh, yeah, sure. the reality the
3: show. Jackie. This reality show is Jackie trying to figure out ways to kill Holden so that she can take the baby. So that she can
0: take, yeah, so that she can inherit the child. I like that, I like that. MJ, don't, we'll you can't it reveal it my
2: long treasure.
0: con. <laughs> what are we gonna say? I'm sorry, Jackie. No, what did you say? Oh, I said, it. we'll call it National Treasure.
2: Aw, me. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's not me. Jackie's the national treasure.
0: The child's the national treasure. All right, and, and he steals <laughs> the thing. Nick Cage steals the thing. Uh, what else we got?
2: <laughs> How are you doing, Holden? I feel like your brain
0: is at a capacity. I'm all over the place. I, well, I will say, I thought I thought I was going to be doing this uh, episode like a few hours later than, um, and I think I should always try to trick myself like that because I feel like it made me uh, funnier. So. <laughs> so I will attempt to... Uh, do that. But I am uh, here to just completely drive this car off the road as much as humanly possible. Jackie, take it away. I (laughs) love it.
2: Martha Stewart and young gravy. the thing (laughs) is, is that I made you guys watch this because I have become aware of young gravy because I have a, Partner who keeps me in the the loop of a lot of the young people's things. And at first I was like, I hate funny music because I kind of do. And he's like, but just check out Young Gravy. And I very much enjoy Young Gravy's spirit. I like it because it's like legitimately fun music that also happens to be a little bit silly. So the thing is, is that Young Gravy is called Young Gravy and Martha Stewart is making these frozen meals now that she's selling. And I only knew about this because I happened to see the ad on like Hulu or something that Martha Stewart is now working with Young Gravy to put out ads that she was the one that was completely down to work with him. And if there is anyone, I know that obviously it's Martha Stewart's team that is making these very good connections with her. But, man, she knows exactly what she's doing. It's the smartest, like, promo stuff I see. Because between that, like, working with Snoop Dogg and, like, being a big stoner herself, but then just having this outside, like, if you listen to the Martha Stewart episode that we did of Pop History, she is such a... Or, like, everything she does has a purpose. Right. Mm-hmm. She knows and exactly none of what it, she's
3: doing. She knows
2: exactly what she's doing. And that's so cool. Like, even down to the fact that she's leaning in to being a sexy older woman, the woman that has it all, and just putting out their traps and and and, and owning her space.
3: And I just needed to bring it up because, wow. Moz I feel like... Like, uh, obviously, we we love a barefoot contessa in this house, but I feel like what what Martha Stewart has that that Ina Garten and a lot of other in their cohort, I think, don't have what Martha Stewart has is like self-awareness to the extent to which she's like obviously was like, well, it will be funny for me to be like partners with Snoop Dogg because that's like a funny Contrast, and I'm not certain that Barefoot Contessa has that self awareness. Although perhaps we learned that she did when she made that giant cocktail in court. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if she. Yeah, I
2: don't know if she's the zaniest person, but she <laughs> is fun. And so, if, please listen to Young Gravy's Martha Stewart song. So she was uh, like already aware of Young Gravy before she started working with him, and she liked the song so much that they reached out. And even in the ad, like on his phone, the background is the third strap picture of her in the pool that she had taken and posted and um it's just uh I hate the commercials but every once in a while isn't it nice to smile
0: yeah yeah I'll go with it we've got a lot of corporate cute going on right now in these stories <laughs> but uh you know I'm just kind of doing a crash course on old young gravy over here and uh he did get his first uh big hit with uh, Mr. Clean and then one thought two thought red thought blue thought uh, was be the other one that of course stands for that hoe over there, uh and yet uh he's getting involved with Martha Stewart approaching uh, these microwavable meals you know I think that um Ad people are just getting younger. I yeah, think, huh? so That's smart. That's sort of happening though. as well. And honestly, yeah. Jeff brought yeah.
2: up to me. He's like, he, he saw this another commercial that he had sent to me. That is Megan The Stallion who did a because uh, we were talking about this doing the like celebrity crossovers with food. She's working with Popeyes to has a like hot chicken sandwich that is like her sandwich. But in the commercial, they were playing the Thought Girl song or like the the thought like her thought song. Over it.
0: Another thought song, okay.
2: And it just did it, like the uh, thought shit, that's what it's called. It's playing thought shit in the commercial, which is not a song for everybody, <laughs> and they still are using it. It's like, I have never, I, I guess, at the same time, I feel old, as well as so proud of things for changing quicker than I feel like they used to. Of yeah, like, right, fucking-
0: who was really who was super against this kind of stuff too? Would make a what Tipper Gore flip out? Who was the big? <laughs> it would definitely be a Tipper like- Gore. Dropping the tipper, the tipper in the gore chat. Right, right? yeah, tipper gore, and also, yeah, anybody, any fan of like the Reagan uh year presidential years, is just so upset right now if they're still alive. And I love to see it,
3: well, yeah. And fun. there was actually just a bunch of recent but sca- a bunch of uh conservatives were scandalized by Megan Thee Stallion and uh Cardi B's performance. What was it at the 2020 Grammys 2021 yeah, mm-hmm. Grammys? Whap.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: So she still is like, a, a, or at least to the extent that she's a controversial figure, she's held up at least, right, by like some um, family values, people to be like, this hoe over here, oh, you know. Yes. But, <laughs> so I guess good on Popeyes for, good on her, whenever a celebrity has a commercial like that, I used to be like, uh, but now I'm just like get that money get it
2: get that get it. money and I mean yeah. also I also wanted to bring up the hottie ween web series when I was talking about hottie ween earlier because I'm having a bit of a Megan The Stallion moment right now she created this web series where she plays a private investigator in a hottie ween that is very much like a blade situation where she was a P.I. finds out there's vampires, gets bitten by a vampire, and then it's just a hot, sexy vampire P.I. that I watched the episodes of. You can find it on YouTube because I was looking up just the phrase hottie ween is so (laughs) delightful. And I had no idea. This was like three years ago that she put out this web series and she's just so much fun. I love her. And I know that you listen, Megan Thee Stallion. So hit us up if you ever want (laughs) to. hang out or we can, like, dress like um, Cinebites together and it would be fun.
0: <laughs> Another um, just funny use of, like, inappropriate songs in, like, stuff for younger audiences, Lil Nas X posted the changed lyrics for his Kids Bop version of Montero. So instead of... Um, uh, what is what is it? I want to sell what you're buying. I want to feel your ass in Hawaii. I want that jet lag from fucking and flying. Shoot a child in your mouth while I'm riding. Instead of that, <laughs> I want to lie on the beach in Hawaii. Okay. I want that jet lag from living and flying. <laughs> and my favorite line... Put a smile on your face whilst we're dining. (laughs) (laughs) So funny! Sorry, that was I was pulling up when you started talking about the the Mega the Stallion song. It's so funny! I can't believe Kids Bob too. Are there not so many parents that are like, hey? This is like a really dirty song. This is based off, like, what are we, you know what I mean? But they just, it's fine. I, it's so funny to me.
3: It's so like my experience from working in an elementary school with kids bop is like, obviously, the kids know the normal songs, but like <laughs> teachers, I think, depend on kids bop because like teachers know they'll get in trouble if they play the normal songs. So, like, teachers will be like, oh, okay, we're gonna have a party. Like, I'll just turn on like the kids bop. But, but, but also it's like, to me, I, I love this because it's great because the kids, even if the kids know the regular Montero, they don't, they're not going to get anything for the most part until they're like 11 or 12 and they want to find out, they'll find, they can figure out what that lyric is about. But like kids who are too young to know about it, they just don't know about it, you know? Like, so... Just like when we were kids and we were walking around singing, like, baby, I like it raw, you know? And so, like, they're, the, you know, they're talking just... about carrots.
0: Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> so I, yeah. I,
0: Vegetables.
3: I love this because you have this completely unnecessary Kids Bob version. Uh, I think because. Kids who need to be shielded from it just won't get it. And then when they're old enough to find out, they're like probably old enough to find out. But then you just, now you have the option to have a completely innocuous version of Call Me By Your Name played at your next kid's party. And I think that's probably a win-win for everybody.
0: Put a smile on your face whilst... We're dining. (laughs) We're dining. That is, it's a mouthful.
2: (laughs) Honestly, you know what? While we're here, and I am going to use this opportunity (laughs) to yell about the article that I included in our email this week that I know has nothing to do with pop culture, but I am personally offended by the fact that these two people have been called out. I'm sure you guys have seen the headlines everywhere of that. These two people were in Disney and it one person, it was, it it seems a man was wearing a shirt that said, I gave her the D and the D is like the D in Disney. And then the woman's shirt said, I wanted the D, the D like in Disney (laughs) and people went mad. (laughs) How dare they wear those shirts to Disney? Kids don't know what that fucking means yes. they don't know what it means they're allowed to wear the fucking shirts it's not even like you know I understand that you know when I get dirty looks if I'm at a park and I have my no shirt on I'm like yeah. oh well, I have a no shirt on right. I get it but they are white shirts that say I gave her the D and if you have <laughs> if you are so nervous about your six year old reading that and understanding and being like oh, sexualization at the Disney get fucked <laughs> I just I'm so mad about it I'm I so I, I will say. Be this mad about it.
0: I thought it was a weird move when you went to Halloween Horror Nights last week wearing a shirt that just said "I love sucking fucking dick."
2: Yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> and that, it was so weird. Nobody kicked that
0: Jackie, please. <laughs> I don't understand why we have to advertise these sorts of sexual desires. So. I love the idea of a six-year-old being
3: like, "What does I gave her the D mean?" And then a parent being like, "I need to give you the real adult explanation now," <laughs> as opposed to being like, he, "He, she wanted to go to Disney, and so they went." Like, yeah. Just figure it out on the fly. And again, if your kid's like 10 or 11 and you think they might get it, then they were gonna find out around this time anyway.
2: And then they are go, <laughs> which yeah, is what like, <laughs> we still
3: as adults
2: do. Like, it's the
3: same reaction.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a funny shirt. Well, do you think you might get this fucking celebrity conspiracy? Ah! Do you believe it? Is Phoebe Bridgers a psychic vampire? I hope she is. And Definitely. We can all kiss. It's a spooky edition. Celebrity Conspiracy number 70, by the way. Celebrity Conspiracy getting into its twilight years. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Um, this one comes in from Steven, who says, Good morning, Jackie Holden, MJ. I'm a huge fan of Page 7 and all things LPN, and I'm thrilled to finally have a celebrity conspiracy of my own that I think is worthy of writing in about. Last month, I went to Phoebe's show in Boston as a birthday present to myself. Mini shout-out, I turned 26. I had a seat in the fifth row, and as I stood in line, thinking about how much I was going to cry my eyes out in front of her, I began to wonder if that might have been exactly what the bisexual singer-songwriter wanted. (gasps) Honestly... I could prove my theory right now with just how on the nose her physical appearance is very pale skin, unusually blonde, almost white hair, and beautiful yet haunting facial features. But I don't think she's prowling around at night and biting the necks of unsuspecting pedestrians, at least not during a pandemic. Anyone who watches what we do in the shadows will tell you a psychic vampire is very different from that what most of the classic movie tropes would have us believe. A psychic vampire, someone who's able to drain the life force of another person through non-violent means. This can be done with something as simple and subtle as conversation. In Phoebe's case, however, it is my wild and irresponsible accusation that she not only feeds off her friends, lovers, and romantic partners, but that she also purposefully drains her fans in mass through the most powerful method of all, beautiful, vulnerable, and depressingly relatable Whoa. music. As one of her stands, we're collectively known as Farbs, and as somebody who is also by, I can testify to how powerful her music can be, especially to her target audience. Her two solo albums, Stranger in the Alps and Punisher, mostly of songs about her past romantic relationship. Here's some lines from some of her songs. I am sick of the chase, but I'm hungry for blood. And there's nothing I can do. Here's another one. Okay. I am sick of the chase, but I'm stupid in love. And there's nothing I can do. I'm going to kill you (gasps) if you don't beat me to it. If I breathe you, will it kill me? I love a good place to hide in plain sight. Interesting. (laughs) Either I'm careless or I want to get caught. And here's the most damning of all. Sometimes I think I'm a killer. No. <laughs> she also did a cover of a song entitled You Missed My Heart, a song about breaking into an ex's house, murdering the ex's new partner, and successfully stealing back the heart of the ex. Her second album, Punisher, is where the evidence actually gets really damning. The title track, Punisher, is about her love of her favorite artist, Elliot Smith, someone who proved how much emotion you can elicit from people with some only some sad personal lyrics and an acoustic guitar. Most importantly, the title of the song itself refers to people Phoebe calls punishment. Punishers, people who can drain you with their overwhelming love and admiration, something she admits she would have done to Smith if she ever could have met him. Sound familiar? The album might as well be called Psychic Vampire. Wow. Yeah. It also might uh, pique MJ's interest that Phoebe has a few songs about her complex, storied, and sometimes quote, punishing relationship with Connor Oberst. <gasps> the picture Phoebe paints of her life through her music shows that many of her partners, Connor included, seem to develop an unhealthy attachment to her, almost as if they're under a trance. Uh... Yes! She's arguably the most popular indie artist right now, so I'm sure she's been eating very well. I don't know. Maybe I need to stop smoking weed every day. Let me know. (laughs) No, smoke weed every day. Smoke weed every day. (laughs) Very creepy, spooky uh, edition for Halloween this week. What do y'all think? Is she a psychic vampiress?
3: I love that this is basically like Phoebe Bridgers' Colin Robinson. But yeah, like for emo.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, the more you think about it, though, and I believe in what we do in the show, there was also an emotional vampire as well, right? Yeah. That uh, he meets at the office, almost more akin to that character, even right. than, Colin than Colin Robinson. But uh, either way, uh, I think it's some damning evidence. And I just love the idea that emo music, like these pale, gaunt, very <laughs> vampiric looking musician stars are probably also literally feeding off of their audience they're 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 all fucking vampires bro damn well i believe
3: <laughs> yeah i'm with
2: it all
0: right There you go. In and out. Wow, that was a
2: great, so you don't need to stop smoking weed every day. No, that's helping you. And I think that's awesome and I can't wait to go to see Phoebe Bridgers live and she can take
0: my life force. I I don't care, she can have it. Hell yeah, dude, take my wife force, am I right? I don't know. Whoops, Holt made a dumb one. All right, let's move on into the next segment. I also
2: (laughs) do want to say, I want to give a quick thank you so much to Victoria who wrote in, who did, she explained Uh. something to us that we were, Uh, Talking about last week, Victoria wrote in about Chris Evans' sex dungeon. And I think this is very important for us to find out that um, it's actually not the Chris Evans that we think that it is. It's actually a very different Chris Evans who has that sex dungeon, who is actually a badman, who is a British DJ and also a known sexual abuser that has the dungeon and not Chris Evans, who is Captain America. And Mm. it really destroys.
3: Man, you gotta have a non-abusive sex dungeon. We need to destroys my brain positive representation of sex dungeons that aren't held by bad men. Yes. So if you have a sex dungeon, just hit us up
2: and be like, I'm not a bad man and I have a great sex dungeon and we say yes, good for you. And it makes me happy for you because it made me, and now, and still, and I like it because Victoria did say, I'm sure Cap is still a freaky sexy dude, (laughs) but sadly he doesn't have a Fifty Shades of
0: Grace uh, place
2: to smash in. And I'm just like, man, I hope he still is because the things that I Think about. Um, well, he is in my brain. Yeah. And that's what matters pack. most. I don't think <laughs> that that's true. But what matters <laughs> might be the most is
0: on the list. Oh. <laughs> who's on, on the, the list? Jaggy! Gotta have that list. list. It was a what was that transition. Skin? What might matters the most is. It on
2: was, was list? a raw. It was a weird <laughs> transition. <laughs> it is a big week for us, spooky people. Uh, I think we're all tired, but. <laughs> Yes, we have the list, and the list is creators who were inspired by their own fears and nightmares. Now, this is a good, just like, amalgamation of a lot of the the best of the best when it comes to horror. Now, Freddy Krueger was partly based on a hat-wearing drunk man who once frightened Wes Craven almost to death, apparently for fun, when Craven was a kid. Freddy's name, in turn, comes from a bully who used to terrorize Craven. Wow. So bringing the reality into Neat. the fiction, but in a very creepy way. H.R. Geiger! Oh, we all know a Geiger <laughs> suffered from night terrors, not just regular nightmares, but a debilitating sleep disorder. He began sketching his terrifying visions as a form of art therapy for the condition, so a lot of what he created um, actually is what was scaring him in the middle of the night, and isn't that
0: horrifying? Most notably, uh, his all of his artwork is haunting, but of course he did the xenomorph design for, for aliens, alien, among many other things. But I mean, it is absolutely terrifying, and... Uh, Man, his art books, uh, we used to go to um, like Best Buy. Uh, no, which one had the art books? But anyways, we'd go and we'd just like hide in the corner and like look at his art books back in like middle and high or high school, or whatever, and think we were so crazy. But they were all very disturbing and of a sexual nature as well. Very upsetting stuff. Oh,
2: yeah. And also, I mean, honestly, the, even just thinking about sleep paralysis and that, like if you guys have not seen The Nightmare, which is the doc on Netflix, uh, it is truly it is a it's very horrifying and just thinking about a xenomorph like right above your face like with the dripping like in that scene yeah just think of it right in front of your face and I don't know if that's necessarily exactly what um, was coming to him in his uh, sleep paralysis but if it was yikes I know there's a lot of stories of like things on your chest and not being able to move and something right in front of your face and uh Mm -hmm. very scary to think about and what else is spooky ah laundry or Stephen King thinks to think so Stephen King has a visceral aversion to laundry King had a job washing industrial laundry which was often revoltingly filthy have you noticed how often clotheslines and the washing of linens are featured in his work Hmm. often in an anonymous way and if you think about it that scene which is like this is the part like in the article it is pennywise like the like the original like the um Tim Curry version of pennywise in between the white sheets in the original it yeah. tv movie uh, from the first vhs and it is one of the creepiest things i i i was also scared of laundry lines because of the movie <laughs> for a long time
0: yeah, Love because it.
2: then as it waves, you kind of like think that there's something behind
0: it, but you never really know. Also, wasn't it The Conjuring who did a really good that did a really good job of that? Like yes. they had that moment where the sheet falls off the line, and then it like it looks like it forms a person, and then it like stops. Oh, it's so
2: yeah. Crazy. I mean, scary sheets. I understand. <laughs> you know, I was making a shape at first, and I take it back and James DeMonico has had a lifelong fear of guns he's the creator of the Purge series he says there's nothing scarier than getting shot he sees the Purge as a metaphor for America's obsession with guns and violence and unfortunately I think it goes hand in hand with what we were talking about on today's
0: show mm. very and uh but Chad I love the Purge series very fun
2: oh yeah so much fun and I, I do love all of them for different reasons even though I know that they're not necessarily all very good but the idea of it and I think that's really what it is. I'm always watching it because, like, the idea of the Purge is so fucking scary to me that, uh, like, anytime, like, if you walk through, like, a haunt, like, I they had, like, some of the Purge haunts up at Halloween Horror Nights this year, and just the idea of it, of just people being uh, allowed to be as bad as they want to be, um, makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wait, what's Halloween Horror Nights? That's just a haunted house you went to?
2: Halloween Horror Nights is the uh, Universal Studios. It's like the big the big haunt area that they like, they change during Halloween time. So it's a bunch of different haunts that you walk through that are usually based on movies. And uh. This year, Like it was a lot of rerun haunts from years before because it was like, green lit at the last minute so it's like there was a really cool poltergeist one and there was a cool so it's like you just like walk through and it's they scare gotcha you. so it's like and there's different like scare themed. zones but I would say if you are ever interested in um doing a haunt place MJ we have to go to Not Scary Farm and Not Scary Farm is what nots Berry Farm it's like a Six Flags okay and so it's got great coasters so you go and you do the haunted stuff but also all of the coasters are open. So at night, you're just like on these roller coasters and people like all around the park are like, ah! Like you just like hear the screams throughout the park because you're like riding coasters <laughs> in the middle of the night. We did that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And it was all right, that sounds a good. lot of fun. I love to be scared. And do you like to be scared of spiders like Peter Jackson? Peter Jackson had Shilob from the Lord of the Rings be based on the tunnel web spider. The tunnel web spider is a very scary looking spider, but apparently it is a harmless but scary looking spider from New Zealand that Jackson hates above all other spiders. And that's saying something as he is an arachnophobe.
0: Oh, my God. And New Zealand, not a great place to be an arachnophobe, I would imagine. I can't
2: imagine it. I mean, in the same way of not liking snakes in Florida or not liking spiders in Florida. Because, man, whew, they, they, they are big and they jump. <laughs> and they don't, you don't find that out until you move from New York to Florida at a young age. <laughs> <laughs> The roaches jump and the spiders jump. The roaches jump. fly. Yeah, yeah, awful. Oh, God, the flying. Oh, I'll never forget when I first found out. I'm not going to think about bugs right now because <laughs> now I'm all scared. And I'm also scared of the fact that David Robert Mitchell, when he was a child, had a recurring nightmare of being slowly but relentlessly followed by dot, dot, dot. Something. Uh, As an adult, he added an STD angle to the dream and turned it into it follows.
0: It yeah, yeah. follows. Is I really cool. like it follows. Yeah. yeah
2: because I, th- th- that's another thing of like, you imagine just being a kid. And also, I had a recurring nightmare of a tidal wave when I was younger. It's why I'm now scared of water, of just having, having being a young child and having the constant thought in your sleep that okay. someone's following you. <laughs> Uh, watching watching me. Me. and it's very scary and that is your list to da oh,
0: yes fantastic stuff Um, and thank you Jackie for that list but no thank you to my eyes uh, because I think I'm going blind. items oh we, we can't set alright here we go a fun round of blinds for us today uh, let me start with this one uh, man, this person sucks, huh? We all hate this person. This network talent show had to reshoot a segment because this A-list, sing, quote unquote, singer <laughs> didn't have her wedding ring on. She said she would have an hour, uh, she would have an hours-long fight with her husband if he noticed it wasn't on. So the ring was brought from her dressing room, and they shot the whole dumb segment again. What a shit-ass person this person is, Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande, Grande. yeah. Yeah. yeah, she got married. She got fucking married, which is evil in itself. Is, is incarnate.
3: <laughs> she got married. only Holden's right. allowed to get married. She stole that from you too.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah, my why, god! Oh, she why'd she get me get married? Did you get married. She saw I had a t- tattoo of a Chinese <laughs> kanji saying like what was it barbecue grill and then she got it as well. <laughs> uh, That's one of my favorite things. <laughs> is it? She it was misspelled. It was supposed to say seven rings and instead it said I believe barbecue grill. <laughs> she had it tattooed on her arm for the longest time. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they just w- got married whatever.
2: earlier this year to someone that uh, I don't think that they were seeing each other for very long. But, you not know, not everybody's got a different life story.
0: Yeah, whatever big dick energy is fucking, uh, you're... Ariana Grande, the voice, is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Ariana Grande energy. There he is.
2: It's Dalton Gomez. It wasn't Pete Davidson. I know that you were. I I saw where you were going with the big dick energy. Yeah, but I guess it's Ariana that is the only one that has the big dick
0: energy. Isn't interesting how she licks the donut uh, and a store that people go into wanting an honest good. And she went she in there, and she licked the honest good, making it a dishonest good. No, it was Gideon, dishonest good. I need you on this case. <laughs> I can't right wait, now, Gideon. I can't wait. I need <laughs> you on.
2: To be our personal lawyer, that we can just sue whoever we want. I, yeah, let's get back into the
0: '90s when yep. everybody was sue happy. You know, we're taking them all down. We're taking every one of them down. Love it. All right.
3: But even our, that was good. All the sue happiness in the '90s was all good suits. Yeah. The 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 hot coffee suit was a the good hot one. coffee was oh, legit. The hot That's coffee
0: the, suit. Just like the dingo ate my baby. Like the hot coffee is one of those <laughs> like ridiculous. Like everyone got it wrong when it yeah. happened. Thing, what
2: what hot. show was that on? Like, there was a docu series that got into it. I just remember watching a full episode of it because, like, I had no idea that of what the the extent of the burns were yeah. to this woman. Like, it's. Insane. there's a
3: documentary about it called hot coffee and also the podcast you're wrong about I think did did it uh recently and it is very good if it, it but it's it's so good because it actually like that was kind of like the go-to example of like the overly litigious 90s like yes. everybody's suing about everything but it was like actually like a very like important thing to be like wish should, coffee shouldn't give people 30 yeah this is third like degree dangerous
0: burns. this is da- very dangerous and this should not be. Uh, absolutely, Ariana Grande, so, you know what I mean? I guess you're finding yourself maybe looking in the mirror and not really liking that person you're seeing across from you, so I hope that you take a moment. I know you might listen to you're this. Still so you're still talking Ariana about Ariana Grande. Yeah, since I just wanted her to know, <laughs> since she steals my brand, so obviously she listens to the show, I want you to maybe rethink things, because I have a l- powerful lawyer, um, <laughs> and he will fuck your shit <gasps> up, allegedly. <gasps> In a court of law, bro. Love I love this for us. Allegedly, though, because I don't really want to get, working. you know, it's all alleged. I don't want it to be a threat or anything, but <laughs> allegedly he'll fuck your shit up. Hi, Max.
3: I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, mom.
1: If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful, but we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks, then there are drinks from McDonald's.
2: Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for a dollar Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation
1: may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba 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 ba.
0: Next up, we've got this one. Someone asked this A-list, dual-threat actor who made his fame late night whether he would ever date this B-plus list, illiterate actress again. She said she is a special kind of crazy and would not be dating her again. He's sort of freshly single. You love him these days, Jackie. The actress is kind of considered to be, I would say, a bad actress who was a part of a very popular prestige TV show that no one talks about anymore, but was like the show for a little while that's not Sopranos, Um, but around that time.
2: So who is this person again? You say, I love him. Okay. Yeah
0: yeah uh, he got his fame late night but not on like a late night talk show more so on a late night um comedy variety show i would We're say on
2: earth <laughs> variety show.
0: Wait, what? It's live, and it happens in New York. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, which, who do I like? It's from that show that's now on a very popular show. Oh, Jason that,
2: Sudeikis?
0: Yes. and who Oh, I this?
2: didn't send you guys the damn sketch. I meant to send it to you, the one that Natalie sent me. The uh, Of SNL, he did this sketch where he was um, the teacher at a parent-teacher conference, and this couple was there to talk about their kids, and he starts, like, hitting on his wife, and then the starts. Wife- starts hitting on it back and the husband's like, I'm right here. And it's um
0: very sexy. Jason Sudeikis is um, a very attractive man. Wait, who That's is he awesome. dating? Uh he, for a while back he dated a person whose first name is also the name of a month. January Jones? Yeah, dude. Apparently they first got together in 2010 following his divorce from screenwriter Kay Cannon but it was short-lived as he moved in with Olivia Wilde just a few months later. Apparently she's nuts, bro.
3: <gasps> yeah, January Jones has been nuts, right?
2: Like, Yeah, yeah.
0: she seems nuts.
3: Yeah, she's a little nuts.
2: But, but that was
0: fun when she did the bikini shoot with the skeletons in her house. Oh yeah, that was kind of fun. She I always enjoy
3: recently. seeing her every year in the end of love, actually, <laughs> as uh, one of the hot ladies in Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. of course
0: was on the TV show Mad Men, that, and you know it's kind of funny. No one fucking talks about Mad Men anymore. It's, true. it's as if it didn't exist, along with Game of Thrones and uh, all the other ones.
2: All right, I think it goes through the cycles though, because right now I'm living vicariously through a buddy of ours, Mike Lawrence, who's an amazing comedian who just started watching The Sopranos, nice. and so he's been. Uh, Posting about it, and I'm just like frothing at the mouth of, like, I'll talk to you about this. Right. Place. Can we talk about no it? I'll talk to about to talk it. About with that. You.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it's so, so long gone. Yeah, no, and cares. the new movie was disappointing by most accounts. Yeah. But the show still holds up. Yeah. Show
3: st- and I think Mad Men is probably something that doesn't, that was. The, it's, it's, certainly the whole series does not even compare to Sopranos. I think it was no, fine <laughs> at Not a time, lot but.
0: happens in hindsight. Like, I think that's the weird thing with Mad Men. Like, stylistically, as a period piece, it's awesome Yeah. as, like, a, a acting showcase. Apparently but it's so the writing, bizarre. too. I
2: know multiple writers that really like The uh, writing Mad is Men. very
0: good, but when you look back at, like, what happens in the show, it's not a lot of stuff. It is very weird. It's just, like, a very... You kind of just want to get lost in that era a little bit, yeah. And they all cheat on their wives, so you got to watch all those fun. Fuck it was scenes. sexy and
3: hot, and like right, really well done and really well yeah. dressed. I think as a text, it might not hold up to some of the other. Yeah.
0: Or just as a like, Pre- what shows. at all happened in that show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that changed over the years, right? Just I couldn't little...
2: honestly get into it. I think I watched the first, like, the half of the first season, and, I, and multiple people were like, oh, you have to keep going. And I was like, I just didn't care that
0: much. Yeah, yeah. Going. I think that's the problem. Whereas, like, you know, you take a show like Succession, like, so much shit has gone down in the two seasons mm. of Succession, right? Like, <gasps> Succession. Uh, Anyways, though. All right. We don't have to get too far into it. I, I, I think I'm rehatching a story with this blind eye by the way, but I want to reread it because it's just so, talk about like the KJ Appa milk drinking thing. This is like so on brand for page seven. The the uh, you'll, you'll understand what I m- mean in just a little Snooki. bit. Snooki. Mariah Carey. No, no. <laughs> Snooki. This permanent A-list mostly movie actor who is an Oscar winner finally has confessed that his publicist at the time was the one who first spread the rumor about the other A-list actor and a gerbil. Oh, yes, this is all the um... <laughs> Oh my God! An officer and a gentleman, pretty woman, yeah. Richard Gere, yes. and it was Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, because they have a feud that started. <laughs> I love this story so much. Stallone uh, talked about the feud he had with Richard Gere. This was uh, this happened while they were filming the movie Lords of Flatbush. This is what Stallone said. I think we've talked about it on the show. Oh yes. I, yeah, yeah. Made 100%. me laugh. It made me laugh earlier this week, and I was like, I just have to. We have to rehash this. Stallone said. He'd strut around in his oversized motorcycle jacket like he was the baddest knight at the round table. One day during an improv, he grabbed me. We were simulating a fight scene and got a little carried away. I told him in a gentle fashion to lighten up, but he was completely in character and impossible to deal with. (laughs) Then we were rehearsing at Coney Island, and it was lunchtime, so we decided to take a break. The only place that was warm was in the backseat of a Toyota. (laughs) I was eating a hot dog, and he climbs in with half a chicken. Covered in mustard. <laughs> he, I was eating a hot dog, first of all, perfect, right? And he climbs in with a half a chicken covered in mustard with grease nearly dripping out of the uh, aluminum wrapper. I said, that thing is gonna drip all over the place. And he just said, Don't worry about it. And I said, if it gets on <laughs> if it gets on my pants, you're gonna know about it. <laughs> he proceeds to bite it. He proceeds to bite into the chicken and a small greasy river of mustard. Ugh. It's like a murder fist and A small greasy river of mustard lands on my thigh. I uh. elbowed him in the side of the head and basically pushed him out of the car. The director had to make a choice. One of us had to go, one of us had to stay. Richard was giving his walking papers to this day, seriously dislikes me. Uh, Salona's has since <laughs> spoken about how Gear blames him for the gerbil rumor but he denies it, but this blind is reporting that he finally did admit that after that mustard chicken crease mustard incident. Man, it's gonna drip all over the place. I Wait, love which it. Which one
3: had the hot dog and which one had the mustard? Stallone I mean, the had the chicken. hot dog. Stallone's Stallone telling hot dog. That's the story. What I Gear Richard the
0: Gear's the one chicken. strutting around like the baddest knight at the round table with his mustard chicken. First of all, I've never even heard of a fucking
3: giant thing of chicken Harvard covered in mustard. mustard. Have it, have a chicken oh, covered in so mustard. Gross. I guess some street food from Coney Island at, at the Coney? time.
0: Yeah, I've been to Cody several times. I mean, a lot of the street street food from Coney Island. I've never heard of just a fucking hunk of chicken covered in mustard. <laughs> <laughs> that thing gets on my pants. I love it. Don't worry about it. It's just the most like, I. I, I it's so absurd and that it's real is so funny to me. And then that salone countered with the most brilliant revenge. Uh, story ever spreading this absurd rumor that now everybody associates with Richard Gere that at one point he had to go to the hospital because he had a gerbil stuck up his ass Yep, (laughs) it's
2: still in my brain it's still canon even though I know that it's not true
0: I think the the moral of the story is almost like if you're gonna spread a revenge rumor about somebody make it so fucking ridiculous (laughs) that like people just have to believe it because like why, you know what I mean? It's so absurd, you know. Don't don't try to be like he's cheating on his wife. Be like, "No, he fucking sucked an elephant's dick." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I do love it too because it it does kind of remind me of the uh the big rift between Vin Diesel and The Rock as well. Yeah. I don't know. There's something about just like
0: like like two grown ass grown ass on men. A movie just like, movie I don't like
2: him.
3: <laughs> I hate at least him. I, I, I feel like the the Vin Diesel and The Rock one is fun because they're kind of like two of the same type. Whereas yes. Richard Gere and Sylvester Stallone are like two of the opposite type, yes. which yes. is why it was hard. Because I thought that 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 Stallone was the one eating the hot dog. But then as I was listening to it, I was like, this story also could be told by Richard Gere about Stallone. You know, like it's they become one in a way yes. that is surprising given how different they are. They're like it, they're the opposite, not the opposite poles of masculinity, but they are at two different spots on the number line of masculinity, you know? Yes.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you think about Rambo versus Pretty Woman, <laughs> like they are very, it's a little different. I do love the story of, I just love how much they dislike each other. I think it's kind of fun. Love it. And then he afterwards, he's like, yeah, we sticks
0: the up his ass. Like, <laughs> what?
2: That's <laughs> what he immediately thought
0: to do. A grown man got his publicist, a grown man successful enough to have a publicist, made that person spread a rumor about uh, Richard Greer having trouble-obsessed. Your and worked. it worked! I think that's the most important part. It worked! Because worked well, it was back in the day
2: before people could look it up. And yeah. people could like immediately find out if it was true or not. So, uh, of course... How many papers did it sell? How many like magazines did that sell? So many.
3: Yeah, what are you gonna do? Call every hospital in New York City? I did if it. went in for a gerbil up their ass? Uh,
2: or him just calling up papers, be like, I didn't do it! <laughs> I didn't do it! <laughs> it's like, how do you prove you didn't do it?
0: Yeah. Show us that ass. All right. Well, I can see. And I think that means it's time for... Shout! Shout! Shout. Let, Let it out. Out. These are the emails These that you wrote, wrote in about. about. Come, Come on.
2: on,
0: we're gonna
2: we're read them to you. To you. Come, Come on, Allison. Thank you, buzzin' in the shout-out. I'm very sorry if you are sick of people singing that song to you, but I love that song, and I love you. And happy 30th birthday from the beginning of this month, and I'm so proud of you. So Allison hired a photographer. She brought in her own makeup artist and styled the outfits from thrift stores and discount purchases in a big 30th birthday photo shoot, and you wanted to give a shout out, and I just want to say, this is amazing. She says, the whole experience was so much fun and an empowering way to kick off my 30s. She says, I'd also love to shout out my incredible photographer, Simone Ray Photography in Round Rock, Texas. This experience was made so much more special because of her, and I'm so grateful for her professionalism, her creativity and collaboration, and also her work is sick. Check out at Simone Ray Photography, S-I-M-O. ONERAE photography on Instagram and Facebook. If you're in the Austin area or if you just want to see some amazing work. Allison would also like to shout out her Austin-based fiber arts club, which is pronounced "aw stitch." I get it. And they are having their second annual auction of fiber arts, cross stitch, embroidery, sewing, etc., benefiting a local nonprofit out youth. She's on the organizing committee, and everyone who has put in time to plan, create items, and help spread the word is so special to me and makes me feel like we are community doing something great for a local cause. The auction is November 10th through 14th, and you should totally check it out online because it will be hosted there as well. Go to org for more information. Thank you so much, Allison. Again, that's Simone Ray Photography, and Aw, oh, Stitch, like Austin, but Stitch. And you should totally look it up, allstitch.org. Now, Claire sent in a beautiful birthday shout out. Claire says, My birthday is on October 26th, and I am turning 25 years old. Happy birthday! I've been such a fan of the last podcast network since 2017, but I began listening to page seven last year when we did the pop history about the Macy's Day Parade. Thank you so much, Claire. And I'm so excited because my favorite time of year is coming And I love that she says, I laugh so hard about the idea of baby cages and talk about it every chance I get. Claire continues on to say, thank you for giving me laughs during long car rides and motivating me through hard times. I've been trying to walk an hour every day. Congratulations. And when I listen to your podcast, I feel like I'm hanging out with you. And Claire goes on to say, something I've learned during this pandemic thing is that you can't expect others to give you happiness all the time. And the best thing you can do is do nice things for yourself i Thank you so much, Claire. You are so completely right. Every single person has something that they should celebrate aloud and be proud. And thank you, Claire, so much for the reminder. I also want to send a shout out and thank you so much, Melissa, a.k.a. Mel Brooks. You know who you are from our beautiful Twitch community. Thank you so, so much for the beautiful, kind words and for gifting Holden and I the experience. Oh, my God. Last week, we got to sing after all to each other on the Twitch Holdenator's channel and it was so much fun and yes I'm talking about the share Peter cetera huge hit and I'm I'm not going to toot my own horn here but we killed it I guess honk honk and I want to say thank you so much to Sideshow for the amazing email. We are so proud of you for working so hard to make positive changes for you. Sideshow is another member of our amazing Twitch community. Come hang out over on Oh No, It's Jackie. Come hang out over on Holdenators Ho, where we have our and with the Holdies on Friday. And Sideshow said, I started making and releasing music regularly. I traveled to New York by myself to meet internet friends in real life and shot music videos for an entire entire weekend together quit my toxic ass job with no plan and landed a position at a cannabis distribution warehouse the very same day it's a dream come true and I've been trying to get into the industry since 2012. I just needed to give myself a small pat on the back because I deserve this break damn it I'm finally in a position to recognize all the hard work that went into simply surviving let alone all the emotional torment I had to endure along the way now I get to look forward to going to work because I made the decision to finally put my mental health First, I hope the same for whoever is dealing with similar situations. I'm eternally grateful to your beautiful Twitch community for existing because you have supported me throughout this struggle since the beginning of the pandemic. You and Holden have provided a space for people to feel acknowledged and celebrated for being themselves. You're both incredibly exuberant souls who inspire others to live unapologetically. And for that, I thank you with all of my heart. Thank you so much, Side Joe, a.k.a. Joey. I really appreciate the beautiful words. And it is what we're trying to do. And Come hang out with us. It's, uh, I I believe in the power of our positive communication with each other and it makes me feel good and it will make you feel good. And we have greetings from Borne, Scotland. I'm sorry. I won't even try to continue doing that. I'm very sorry. Allie, thank you so much for writing in to us. They say, This year I've been pushing myself out of my comfort zone, and as a bit of an introvert, I've been inspired by fellow listeners' self-shoutouts, as well as the confidence you, MJ, and Holden display. So, my birthday is October 29th, and I can't wait to come in from work, pour a glass of wine, and sing along with your theme tunes. I'd love a birthday shout-out to raise my glass to as this sleepy 33-year-old gets boozy enough to dance in the kitchen. Hell yeah! Hail you, Allie. And I hope you have the smiliest to boozy dancing birthday and that you are the sweetest to think of other people first. You deserve the birthday shout out. Much love to you. And oh, dude, Cyrus, I am so fucking proud of you. Cyrus wrote in and said, I decided to give myself the gift of a self shout out because I've been going through a tough time. So dear Cyrus, Keep your head up, because there are a lot of people who love and support you no matter what. You're a few weeks into being sober for the first time in 13 years. Very, very big congratulations to you, weed and booze. And remember not to lose sight of the clarity that sobriety is bringing you, no matter how difficult being faced with your past behaviors can be. Every day is a new chance to feel a new love for yourself. I'm going to burst into tears, Cyrus. I definitely 100% cried the first time I read your message. and. I just thank you so much. And I know that you wrote it, but I hope that you feel my love and my hugs through your brain holes. Thank you for sharing your positive message. Everybody needs to hear it. Thank you so much, Cyrus. And also, hi, Felicity. I'm so happy you sent in a shout out to your bestie, beloved Karen. Hi, Karen. Many birthday kisses to you from me. And Felicity says, well, my dear friend Karen beat me to it, getting in the birthday shout out before I could. The Cancer vs. Scorpio battle was won by her. Anyway, what can I say? She's my best friend, a friend I've never met in real life, but that is insignificant. She knows me better than anyone and helps make every day less of a battle. I'm so lucky. To call Karen my friend, I look up to her in so many ways, and I'm grateful for her unwavering support and kindness. What a way to come together through our favorite podcast with friends who only exist in our ears. Thank you to all for everything you do, but mostly for bringing Karen into my life. I don't know what I'd do without her. Oh, happy birthday, my dear friend! You are one in a million. Thank you, love, Felicity. We love you, Felicity. We love you, Karen. Have a great birthday! And Dane wrote in from the porcelain. Throne podcast. He says, my fiance and I listen every week. This is a joint shout out for my fiance, Mackenzie, because she works super hard at making dope stickers for us to advertise our podcast with at her job as a sign maker. And I just love her and our two daughters so dang much. It hurts. Secondly, this is a shameless self shout out. No shame. There's nothing shameless about it. And it would mean the world to us if y'all shouted out Horcelain Throne, a podcast. I put in a lot of work editing the pod and photoshopping every week for our 35 listeners, as well as working 40 hours as a commercial plumber. It can feel like a lot and not worth the extra work, but your guys' Twitch streams keep me sane while editing, and for that, I thank you. It inspires me to keep putting in the work. Please do, Dane. We did it for eight years while also having many other jobs without making a cent off of it. I completely understand. Just keep plugging away. And again, that is Porcelain Throne Podcast. Give it a look, give it a listen. But also I love Dane said shout outs to little spookers from a fellow girl dad and have a great week this week. Thank you so much, Dane. And also Shelby, last but not least. Shelby, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. I'm so happy that you're getting the help you deserve. Now, Shelby says, I turned 26 on the 8th of October, and I was too depressed to write myself a shout out. Today is the 24th, and I am happy to report that the medication changes and healthier lifestyle have me feeling like myself again. Hail me! Shout out to myself for sticking around to see this year's Halloween, which is my favorite time of year. You gotta be stupid me if you're gonna think I'm gonna miss that, I love the positivity y'all bring to my life and your podcast is something I look forward to which helps me keep on keeping on thank y'all for helping me feel more comfortable in my non binariness I couldn't be more grateful and also a shout out to all those out there struggling with mental illnesses I feel you and I want you to know that every breath you take is a triumph I know that sounds cheesy but it's just fucking true and the thing is that Shelby wrote that but I couldn't agree with them more and thank you so much for writing in But also, please, before you leave, check out Shelby's Etsy store. My Etsy is called Myers Motifs, M-Y-E-R-S-M-O-T-I-F-S. I make spooky ashtrays with snake bones in them and earrings made with real butterfly wings, among other spooky stoner-type things. I get my bugs and bones from ethical sources because it's very important to me that I am repurposing a creature that lived a full, beautiful life. Thank you so much, Shelby. And again, that is Myers Motifs, M-Y-E-R-S-M-O-T-I-F-S and I am so excited to check out these ashtrays but don't tell Lex that there are snake bones in them I love you guys so much and thank you for chilling out and listening to our shout outs and you can send in your own shout outs to page seven podcast at gmail.com I really appreciate it every week and I just love I love it that you guys hit me up it makes me filled with happiness page seven podcast at gmail.com that is seven the number love you and. Thank you guys so much for writing in your amazing shout outs and listening to our beautiful Halloween episode. I hope that you're scared and hope that you're sitting on the edges of your seats.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Don't listen to Phoebe Bridgers because she's sucking the life No,
2: definitely listen to Phoebe Bridgers and definitely give her your life force. She needs it. We want (laughs) to see her soar.
3: Yeah, we've all been giving our life force to. If this theory is true, I'm long dead, and Connor Oberst, you know, owns me. So fully suck the life out of that's you. That's been yeah, working yeah. for me, so it might work for you <laughs> too. <Hell> yeah. <laughs>
2: and thank you, guys. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at jackthatworm, and you can come and check out our Twitch time. Follow me at twitch.tv forward slash oh no, it's Jackie. We hang out on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then I go and I hang out with. Fridays with Holden, and also come, we've already watched our final Twilight Breaking Dawn part two movie. But you can check it out over on our Patreon and stay tuned because I will be releasing the first chapter of Midnight Sun on Monday. And now I'm living inside of Edward's brain. And if you thought that I was fucking weird before, wait. <laughs>
0: I love it. Patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. Also on my Twitch, that is twitch.tv forward slash Holdenator. So Jackie, it's almost as if there's a a stream on Twitch from one of us, almost every single day of the week. How amazing is that? Uh, check me out Monday, Tuesday, and Friday. Uh, and thank you so much for everybody who joins that stream. It's so much fun. I'd love to have new p- folks popping in from listeners from the podcast everything is awesome. So again, twitch.tv forward slash so, Twitch twitch.tv forward slash oh no, it's Jackie MJ. What's your Twitch handle? What are you streaming <laughs> these days?
3: If you are longing for more of the page seven ensemble as you fill your nights with Jackie and Holden you can also look at my instagram which is mjklcat i uh i i don't post very often but you can see me rolling my eyes at dune falling asleep an hour in ah. um and so i think that to me chalamet is too young to thirst after that's and those, you can get those and other hot takes over at uh MJKLcat.
0: <laughs> and i just want to promote this if you want to come for me you got to go through gideon okay Oh, think yeah. about it. All right, he's a ma- he's a super lawyer, all right? He will fucking rip you to shreds in a court of law allegedly. He he represents
3: no one on this podcast in a legal way,
2: but <laughs> no, I know, but, but he's just soon. standing
0: and literally will be standing in front of me if you try to attack him you, you have to get through him. That's all I'm saying.
2: I'm scared of him and you should be too. <laughs> Thank you guys. Have a great Halloween and don't worry. We start
3: Oh boy. For chicken
2: Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. next week. yes, a meal depends on what you're into. Yes, Thanksgiving season starts next week. I love um, it.
3: Have a beautiful
2: time. <laughs> 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 no one in this family ever seen a, turkey seen before? a chicken before. <laughs> <laughs> love you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye, everybody.
1: This
0: show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him.
1: Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks. Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw